Binge Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If it's Sunday for you, that's when this is getting released. Happy Sunday to you. Whatever day it is you're listening to this, uh, tell a friend about the podcast, about the program, show, whatever, whatever this is. Tell a friend about it if uh, you want to. I guess you don't have to, but... We would really appreciate it if you did. That way the word gets spread around town uh, about this resource that's available for everybody. Um, man, 16 episodes in already. Absolutely insane. Um, before we go into the big bulk of today's conversation, I wanted to say that uh, that I had a thought cross my mind when we were speaking most recently to our youth group uh, we're back on Zoom calls primarily for the time being, which is not our preference at all, but it is what it is, um, and it's fine. We're going to make the most of it. We've had good, strong uh, support from the youth group, showing up, showing out, being there, being a part, staying connected, and all that fun stuff. So, like I said, it is what it is, and we're going to make the most of it for the time being. But, yeah, we, uh, we're back on Zoom, and for our most recent Zoom call, uh, lesson, Bible lesson, or whatever. We're in the middle of this series right now, and I'll talk more about that probably on another time. But there was a realization that I had just in open conversation with some of the students on Zoom, and it's crazy because at the beginning of the year, this is kind of what the thought was, at the beginning of the year, we were supposed to lose 20 pounds, and we ended up losing 20 weeks. You know, it seems, you know, longer than that even at, at this point. You know, it's just an interesting thing to recognize that we had a plan at the beginning of the year, beginning of the decade, really, and things were not supposed to go the, the way that they have gone to this point now. But I'm telling you one thing, and here's our very obvious and smooth transition, maybe not so smooth now that I said something about it, but I'll tell you one thing, this year so far, even though it's not even half over, I guess it is halfway now, but this year has definitely been humbling. And if you are using the power of observation, you can tell that the name and title of this episode uh, relates to the issue of humility. Um, I have never once pronounced the word humble. It's humble. And if you disagree with me there, that's fine. You reserve the right to be wrong. And I want you to know that. We support your decision to be wrong. I'm just kidding. It can be humble or humble or humble or however you want to say it. I don't really care. It, it is what it is. You can say it however you want to. Just be humble. Like, do you, you don't, but for, for real though, you don't say humility, right? Do you? If, if so, you got a lot of thinking to do. Like, your soul searching really, 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 really is necessary. Um, if it's humility, but I'm pretty sure it's humility, therefore it would be humble. I know there's a place, I'm so not on track. There's a place in Texas called Humble. And it's actually pronounced humble the same way that Bear County here in San Antonio is pronounced bear and not the way it is spelled, though it is spelled uh, from my non-San Antonio friends, B-E-X-A-R. What the heck, dude? That's Bexar. That's not bear. But humble Texas can be humble, and that's fine. It makes sense, but it's not humble. The word is not excuse me, the word is not humble, it's humble, there you go, maybe, or maybe I'm wrong, but, oh well, if I am, then I'll be humble about it, but anyway, uh, moving on, we're talking about humility today, humility, however you want to say it, we're talking for a quick minute 
not going to be the longest episode ever, but we're going to talk for a little while on humility for today's episode. The soul and its relationship with humility is very, very important because, I'll tell you why in case you were wondering, because humility is one of those, I guess, after effects of a life and a soul that is in good standing or on the right track. Um, humility is not, humility is like, in a way, it's, 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 it's the same thing for whenever you are looking at, like, respect, right? Like, you can be respected by someone, but after you do something the right way. Most people, you have to show yourself worthy of their respect before you get it. I try to give people respect in general, and I try to be humble in general, and I try to see other people as naturally being humble in general, but let's face it, you don't just wake up full, you have to go eat breakfast, and the after effect of eating breakfast is that you are now full, much like how the after effect uh, of humility happens only when certain things are in proper order and balance in your life. Um, There are things that have to I guess, act as somewhat of a trial run in order for you to prove if you are humble or if you're not humble. There are situations that you can say maybe, you know, a two-year-old is not humble, but not because they are the opposite of humble, but because they've never been in a situation where they can prove themselves to be humble or not humble. Um, There... There's a, a certain thing about humility, and there's other aspects of life too, not just with humility, but... For sure, with humility, there there is this issue where we all want to be this way, but we have to go through the process or maybe even the, the trial or challenge in order to prove it. And it's a lot harder than it seems um, because think of it this way. In order, follow this thought along. If, if you are to attempt to be humble and you succeed, do you talk about it? You get you get what I'm saying, right? Like if you were trying to be humble and you succeed at it, no one would know or no one should know because then if you go and talk about it, then you're no longer humble. There's a classic old type of joke that a lot of 12-year-olds have made before and I was definitely one of them where you'd basically, you know, make the silly reference about humility and say, man, I'm the most humble person I know. Ha, ha, ha. You know, if they, uh, if, uh, man, if they, if they had a, humility award it would totally go to me and in fact I would walk down and accept that award myself because everyone would look at me and say man you're so humble that it's not even weird that you're accepting your own humility award it just dumb little thoughts and stuff like that maybe you at the age of 12 didn't do that but I definitely did but anyway so moving on um humility yeah it's it's one of those things where you have to almost prove it in a way but even if you can prove it it's not like you could refer to it because then you then you lost still right? You lost still. Um, yeah, they used to call me the humblebee bumblebee or whatever. I remember a lot of people saying that when I was younger. I don't know why. It doesn't even make sense. Humble and bumble. They rhyme. That's all that that is. <laughs> so weird. But anyway, humility is very important too because yes, it's important to strive for it. But like I said, once you achieve it, you're not really supposed to refer to the fact that you achieved it. And therefore, it is important for the soul to remain humble or to stay humble because of the 
overall goal of community that we have in the world today with our family, our neighbors, and then, of course, in our relationship with ourselves and with God. Um, you might not be one to believe in that relationship with God thing, but I would hope that you at the very least would realize that there is a true and active relationship with yourself that's happening right now. Whether or not it's good or bad, that's totally up for you to determine, I guess, but I know that my relationship with myself, though it may not be horrible, it could definitely be better. And one way to be sure that I'm on the right track is if I continue to move forward, if I continue to not only have goals but work to achieving them, if I can become a better person, if I can try to be the best version of myself, and yet at the same time have a proper balance of attempting to achieve that while staying humble in the process. The Bible says that we should humble ourselves and pray. And to me, prayer and humility are eternally tied together simply due to the fact that that to go to God in prayer is to say, God, I am not able to do something on my own and I need your help and I need you to do it. I need you to do it with me and through me and for me. And humility comes right along with that. And I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But like I said, it's an after effect. It's Humility is a fruit. Humility is the result of something else. Um, so there's a couple things that we can look at, maybe, that I wanted to take a quick peek at and whatnot, um, on, on ways to say, that, okay, what does humility look like? The better That's how I first started asking the question, what does humility look like? But I don't think that's the most important or intelligent way to get to where we want to go. I don't think the right question is, what does humility look like? I think the better question would be, um, how does someone live in general with community with others? And now that group of others obviously includes both others, yourself, and God, like I said. But just having, I guess, the overall understanding that you're not the only character in this movie and you're probably also not even the main character in this movie, that is something very important to realize for the issue of humility and so that other people can function with you in this life. I think probably one of the greatest realizations that I ever had was that I am not the main character in this story that I'm living through. You know, every single person sees themselves that way, and I don't understand why. I don't know if it's just American culture or Western culture or what it is or just culture in general. I mean... I can't imagine it would just be in North America and the West, but like for real, it's it's one of those things where everyone's walking around pretending and acting like they're the main character of whatever movie or show that this is, and we are not. We are simply to play a part and play a role in something much, much greater than ourselves. Um, there's a song that I used to listen to by a band called um, Fleet Foxes. The name of the band was Fleet Foxes, and... He says, uh, I was raised up believing that I was somehow unique, like a snowflake, unique amongst snowflakes, unique in each way you can see. But now, after some thinking, I'd say I'd rather be a functioning cog in some great machinery serving something beyond me. And don't ask me why I have that stored in my memory banks. No, I was not reading that anywhere. (laughs) I'm not sure why that stuck um, to, to such a precise degree, but there it was. So there you go. Um, I'll remain humble and no longer talk about how awesome I am for remembering lyrics to a song from back when I was 16. But anyway, moving right along, it's, it's important to realize that because we want to, 
to work in a society with other people and with others involved and in mind. What's awesome about humility, because it is a fruit, it is something that though we should keep it in the back of our mind so that we can ultimately stay humble, it's it's more like if you would put your focus in the right areas in the first place, humility would happen as a natural after effect. Does that make sense? Basically like saying that if we were to take more time to encourage other people, first of all, we wouldn't have any time then to be down on ourselves. Hello. Someone needs to hear that. If you would spend more time encouraging other people, you would not have time to be so negative about your own self. And then humility comes right along with that as a natural after effect because you were able to see the bigger picture involved that you are no like singular character in this story and everyone else is a supporting actor around you. This movie going on right now, this thing happening called life, is much, 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 much bigger than you. The Bible even says, Blessed are the humble, for they shall inherit the earth. That does not sound like a humble guy, the guy who got to inherit the earth. Because then he could have something to brag about, right? But the issue is not that he could have something to brag about. It's the fact that he doesn't brag about it. Because guess what else? I would not want to run the whole earth. Everyone agrees. Whether you're political in one direction or another or not political at all. Nobody would want to be the president right now, right? So imagine what it would be like to be in charge of the whole dadgum earth. That's a big no thank you from me. Not down at all. (laughs) So... If the humble are supposed to inherit the earth, and we all agree that it would be asinine to think, okay, I deserve to take charge of the whole earth, and if you have that mentality, you're not very humble, then what could this verse mean otherwise? And I think what it really means here is that all of us are in this earth together. Every person is walking around living this life at the same time with one another. And I'm here, you are here, we can be here together, God can be with us and we can accomplish a greater goal involved to, for the Christian, let the uh, kingdom in heaven be seen here on earth. Uh, and for you and me specifically, so that our souls can prosper and grow and get better and develop in the right direction. When we realize that we are doing this collectively and not just singularly, we can, we can count on the issue of uh, humility to take care of itself because we recognize that we are not... Um, in this alone, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, literally, no matter what you do, you can't do it without the help of somebody else. Nothing. You know, like, you can say, oh, well, I I jumped and did 17 backflips and one jump off this trampoline. It's like, well, did you build the trampoline? No, you didn't. There's this old joke, and I've got to tell it to you. It's this joke where, like, these two scientists go to God, and they say, well, God, we figured it out. We figured out how to create human life. We don't need you anymore. We can do this all on our own. And God goes, okay, sure, I'll humor you for a minute. Let's see what you got. How do you do it? The two scientists, the scientists, they say, okay, well, first of all, we start off, we get a shovel, and we get a big uh, big shovel's full pile of dirt. And then, and then the God interrupts him. God interrupts him, and he goes, wait, 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 stop right there. And the guys are like, the scientists, they're like, wait, what, huh? And then God says, get your own dirt. Eh? That's amazing. He says, get your own dirt. That's such a savage move. God would totally do something like that. It's like, dude, if you were able to make human life, but you had to use someone else's dirt and really someone else's shovel to do it, then you didn't do it by yourself. You did it with the help of someone else. And humility has to be 
maybe not on the forefront of, of who you are, but it has to be a part of who you are at the end of the day, for sure. And I'm not saying just forget humility and work on other things and maybe humility will happen. Definitely be cognizant of what humility might look like for you, but don't do it in a way where you're constantly being down on yourself either. Instead, encourage someone else and you'll be encouraged, number one, by doing it, and number two, you won't be spending your time poorly by just dogging on yourself and being ugly to yourself. Uh, false humility is a very big problem in the world today. Someone sings a song really well, someone goes up to that person and says, hey, you sang really well, and then that person, in an attempt to be maybe, quote-unquote, finger quotes, humble, they say, no, well, I appreciate it, but I did mess up this note, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, dude, you're still, you're still talking about yourself. Like, you, you might be talking about the things you did poorly, but that's not humility. You're just talking about yourself and referring um, to the negative things. But it's still talking about you. Come on, man. That's not, that's not any better. Not at all. Not at all. There's something that I wrote down a long time ago in my notes on my phone, and I kept it for some reason. I've never really referred back to this, but I guess I'll share it now. It was, a, it was about humility and... I wrote it like this, that a mistake that makes you humble is better than an achievement that makes you arrogant. I think that's super important. And guess what? I don't feel arrogant by saying that it's super important just because I wrote it down. I don't feel like I'm being anti-humble by telling you that it's important. Why? Because the humble will inherit the earth. The meek, the humble, they will inherit the earth. I'm not going to inherit the earth just so I can say that I've inherited the earth. If I inherit the earth, then that means that I've got the world on my back, literally, to carry. And I choose to carry it because this world is bigger than just me. And I'm not the only one lifting the weight. There's other people, too, that are trying to encourage others and lift people up. And at this point, I'm just kind of going on a tangent. But what I mean is that that's a really great point. A mistake that makes you humble is better than an achievement that makes you arrogant. Because we're talking now at as far as the end result of whatever that was. The mistake or the achievement? What's left at the end of the day? Humility or arrogance? Which one? And I don't feel arrogant by telling you that it's important because I've been on the side of arrogance before where I achieved something great all to just be arrogant about it. And it's not a good feeling. It doesn't make you feel good at the end of the day. I would rather be more focused on someone else or something else or something greater than me and then by natural causes be able to uh, experience humility in that way. Okay, does that make any sense? Cool, I hope so. I have a few quotes that I want to share with you before we read a few different Bible verses. Um, yeah, before you just log off, though, uh, on the Bible verse part, again, you might not be one to really believe in it or whatever, but the thing is, is you can totally go to Instagram and see some you know, quote that someone made and it can inspire you. Just let it inspire you. Like, Just quit worrying about that for a minute and just let it inspire you. You're being, you could be accused of false humility in that way if you don't let it inspire you just because it's the Bible. You know, it's, it just, it wouldn't make any sense. But, um, but yeah, so the first quote that I had to read for you here, um, it's absolutely simply amazing. And I hope that if you are listening to this, that you've made it this far and that uh, you'll close it out with me because these last few quotes in Bible verses really help to put humility in a proper perspective, I think. But um, anyway, man, here it is. This is the first one, kind of more of a funny one. Uh, Michael de Mont Montagne or Montag Mont whatever said uh, a long time ago, a long, 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 long time ago. 
um, on the highest throne in the world. Get that image in your head. On the highest throne in the world, we still sit only on our own bottom. Bro. That is amazing. On the highest throne in the world, we still sit only on our own bottom. That's epic. I love that. Not going to expound anymore on that because you get it already, but that's a savage moment right there for Michael de whatever. Um, guy was so humble that he gave himself a name no one could pronounce. Dad Gummit. He'll never be known by his name, but maybe he'll be known by that quote, which is pretty cool. Uh, here's another good one. When I say good one, I mean another good name. Good Lord, do you have vowels in your name, dude? Fyodor Dostoevsky. Whatever, bro. Who cares? The name's not important because humility. Here it is. It's very simple, very nice. He says, the soul is healed. This is Soul Binge Podcast. He says, the soul is healed by being with children. I think that's very true. I, I think a lot of people are like, ugh, kids, <laughs> and other noises. It's like, no, man. When you're around kids, you learn humility in a real way. Um, humility is shown through kids naturally, even if they haven't, like I said earlier, been able to prove it. It's shown naturally, and it definitely makes you yourself uh, more humble because when you're around kids and you're around children, um, the most purest, honest form of a person shows and comes out and it helps to I guess be a good proper um, metric to measure yourself by at the end of the day you know am I doing this am I being that am I going back can I go back to the fundamentals and basics of what it means to be a human being and that will definitely humble yourself if you uh, ask yourself those kinds of questions another good quote here popular one by Rick Warren true humility is not thinking less of yourself it is thinking of yourself less. True humility, not thinking of your, not thinking less of yourself. Don't be down on yourself. Don't be negative. Like we said, if y'all, uh, false humility is not the way. That's not the move at all. But thinking of yourself less, like just don't do it in the first place. You know, that's that's definitely one way to accomplish humility. Just think of others first and foremost, and it'll happen. Last quote for you, Ernest Hemingway. See, I got that name right very popularly said this uh, quote said there is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man true nobility is being superior to your former self I love that there's nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man true nobility is being superior to your former self I could hear like JFK saying something like that there's nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man this is ridiculous. True nobility is being superior to you. Ashlyn's probably in the other room while I'm recording this right now going, what is he doing? Oh, my goodness. First that horrible Eddie Murphy impression. Then this. Like, she's probably thinking that right now, but it's cool. Uh, it's cool. It's all good. Uh, dude, that's amazing, though. Listen to those words one more time. There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. Work on... Uh, comparisons naturally people I've said this before maybe on the podcast definitely to the youth group a lot but people naturally compare that's the way we work because we're always reflective we're always looking inward and outward at the same exact time uh, a lot of us could be better at looking inward 
And a lot of us can be better at looking outward and inward in a more realistic and honest way because we might blind ourselves from seeing what's actually there, both on the inside and the outside. But that's another episode of Soul Binge that we're not going to dive into just yet. Um, We'll get to it eventually. People are always comparing themselves. People are always comparing from one to the next. And I'm telling you, that's not good for humility if you are comparing yourself to other people. But what's great for humility is if you compare yourself to yourself only. That's the thing. People said a long time ago, like, stop comparing yourself to others. It's like, well, dude, we naturally compare. That's how we That's how we work. So I figured it out. If you're going to compare anyway, stop comparing yourself to other people and only compare yourself to yourself, and you'll be better off for it. And then by doing so, that's the way you accomplish nobility. According to Ernest Hemingway, he was a smart guy, so I'm going to go with what he says. Another smart guy is the guy by the name of James, who in his uh, book of the Bible, known as James... Uh, yeah, he said two very, 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 very awesome things in a couple of verses found in James chapter 4, verses 6, and then verse 10. The first one he says, but God gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. And then in verse 10, he says, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Look here, guy. If you're worrying too much about being lifted up, not just on a pedestal or in a position or with a title, but just being encouraged itself, let God do that. Let God worry about that. I know that the Bible says that David encouraged himself, but the full verse there is that he encouraged himself in the Lord. He was not able to do it just by his own devices and his own internal uh, self. He was encouraged in the Lord, and that's how you and I need to be. Humble yourself and pray. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where God is a key component. And like I said earlier, if you're not one to believe in all this stuff, that's fine. But just hear me out for a second. If he is the creator, my kids rely on me for a lot of stuff because I'm their dad. If he is my dad, if Jesus Christ is is God, like he says he is, and if God the Father is who he says he is, and I believe that he is, then it is natural and normal to rely on him whenever we need something. And being in need, and then accomplishing whatever that need is on our own with no one else, number one, that's impossible, but number two, it's going to lead to whatever the opposite of humility is. Arrogance. Selfishness. In its own way. It's, it's a selfish thing because you're not considering everyone else involved. You know, and, and God's way is not that, that way at all. He, he would rather that you just let him do the lifting. But the way you do that is you humble yourself before the Lord. You humble yourself. You think of yourself less. You stop worried about comparing yourself to others, but you start worried about comparing yourself to yourself. You remember certain things. Like how if you sit on the highest throne, you're still sitting on your daggum booty, you know. And then you you work on other things like trying to, you know, be humble even in your mistakes and realizing that that's better than being arrogant in your achievements. All this stuff is really simple. But it's important to talk about it because when we are considering our own lives and our own futures, we have to realize that there is a a goal in mind to, to one day be considered you know, as a person full of humility, 
but we don't do that by going to the store and ordering a large bag of humility. We have to live our life and live through the test of time, and then that stuff develops naturally, or it doesn't develop naturally. Those are really the only two options. That's it for today's episode. Um, I really do appreciate you listening. I feel like it's funny that we're talking about humility, yet for 35 minutes I'm going to sit here and just ramble. It's like, Jared, are you being very humble if you think that you're worth listening to for 30 minutes? But honestly, my goal by even doing this podcast and specifically this episode is that I really, really, really want to be better at this stuff. I really want to grow. I really want to become a better and maybe the best version of myself. Not so that I can look at that and go, yeah, look what I did and stuff. But so that I can so that I can say, look, man, I'm living through life. And I want to show other people, our youth group, our neighbors, our family, my family, my boys. I want to show them, you know, what it means to be not only a good person, but a person that's good. Like I've got myself set. I've got myself on the right uh, on the right path at the right speed. Anyway, that is it. Thank you for listening. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, however you're listening to this. Tell a friend about the show. We hope to see you back again next week for more. And as I promised to you before, uh, we are working on getting some stuff lined up for future interviews. That way it's not just me rambling, but it's other people rambling as well. Okay, that is it. I promise you I'm done now, finally. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll see you back for the next one. Later. Bye-bye.